want to grow as a grower? Are you tired of being put to sleep by your educational growcasts? Are you tired of hearing about products you don't fucking want and can't afford? Are you tired of being told how you should grow? Hi, I'm Johnny Apple, and joining me is everyone's favorite amphibian, the Reverend Pirate Frog. Join us as we sift through the bullshit on the internet and try to get better as growers. This is your average grow. Hey, dude. Hey, man. What's up, bros? Who's that? Oh, it's me. It's uh, it's Merch. Oh, my God. We finally got him? Yeah, I crept my way onto another podcast somehow, some way. I, I'm not sure, but here I am. I'll what tell you how. It was honor. super easy. We went, uh, what do you want to talk about? I don't fucking know. You want to try and get a last-minute guest? Yes, we do. <laughs> And the good news, like we were saying our last episode, is we have that list. And since your name was at the top of the list, it went, okay, we'll try one. One's in, we're golden. Nice. It was literally 30 seconds later, he's like, all right, we got merch. I was like, no shit. (laughs) Sweet. I was cooking up some steak and some pot roast, and I'm like, oh, I got to hurry this up, get over on here. That's that's awesome. We appreciate it Did you get a chance to eat at least? Yeah, I had had some good slices, and then the rest is uh, cooking right now good deal yeah yeah well thank you for joining us uh we've talked so much about you in your absence uh we finally had to get you on because we we felt like we were talking out of turn (laughs) i know that kotz was excited um about you turning them on to some quality genetics and then i actually received a package you sent me today oh nice so i'm actually opening it I'm, i'm lying i opened it before i was too excited but I've Ooh, got an audio unboxing. Ooh. Yeah, I've got a one. Man, I've got so many seeds here. Holy moly. I do try and hook it up. I try uh, and fill them up. I, 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 first of all, there's so I guess I'll do you mind if I read through it? Yeah, it's fine. It, I apologize. Uh, the, the packaging isn't like super flashy. I ran out of those oh, no. like bright pink mylar. You know? Oh no! This is this is right up my alley. So we have uh, Star Fox S one. Yeah, that's a good which one. Is, yeah, I um, I was doing a little bit of research before um, into anywho. We'll get <laughs> Double Fox, and that's the F one. Yep, this, I like that the, one. This one we talked about earlier, but Skywalker and Form Stomper by Star Fox. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. Cam number two, which I. Uh, I'm not sure what cam is number two, but Star it's by a, Star Fox. It's a cabin auto mix. It's just like it's kind of like a a mutt of different genetics. It was like one of the first ones that I put together when I was living in a little shack in the woods, and uh, it's not bad. I like it. Awesome! I'm very excited. And then Zour Grapes by Coal Miner's Daughter. That's actually from Rob's reviews over Ooh. on YouTube, and I. I did tell him a while ago I wasn't going to send those seeds out, but um, I just have so many, and I don't think he's going to mind, you know? Well, we can edit this part out if you don't want to. No, it. no. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's uh, he. I think he did Diesel crossed with Double Grape, so that's what that is. Wow, that's awesome. And then Anvil number four by Coal Miner's Daughter, and then Anvil number five by Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah, there's two different Finos in there, and I just wanted to make sure you had you know, the best of both of them, because I don't really know which one's going to be the keeper in there. I'm very excited to, to grow them all. And uh, 
I, I, I'm especially excited that I got this package and I get to talk to you, uh, but I'm very excited that, that that's going to move some very stuff, very important stuff that was on the list down a couple paces because I can't wait to get into it. I mean, no rush, bro. I don't want to throw your game off. Oh, it's, it's okay. My game will change before then anyway. <laughs> so I also got a care package today too. Do you care if I share this oh, that no. I got? Go for it, dude. Dude, you're going to love the list of these. So my buddy, Natai, he hit me up over on the Discord, and he sent me Cherry Fog Crossed with Ice Gushers. Uh, that's an feminized autos. There's a big, these are all like full vials, like kind of like the ones I sent you. And then we got Red Gorilla Girl Crossed with Purple Pope, and that's a Sweet Seeds Night Owl. And we got, uh, what is it, Chem Delic Chem? or creme de la Cam from uh, Mephisto crossed with purple Pope F2. And then a purple Pope night owl S1. Oh, oh. nice. And then uh dosi do crossed with purple Pope. He, I think he used purple Pope as the stud, like a feminized back cross mm-hmm. or a S1. And then Bil- Bilbo bag seed, which is uh, a mixed. That's a, that's right up my alley. <laughs> I love that. And then that's the awesome. uh, the Bruce Banner cross with purple Pope, and these are all feminized. So I got wow. a whole bunch of new stuff to to play with. They're all feminized autos, so I'm pretty that's pumped a, on that. That's amazing. I know that uh, a buddy of ours, Howling Buds, is absolutely obsessed with Dosido. So you might be getting stalked by him later. Oh, cool. Well, we'll mess with that then. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. probably be breeding with all of them at some point. I just I- love throwing stuff together, dude. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to get into it. Um, so how did you get started, and what do you like to do in, in with your time, man? Well, I kind of – so when I was on the Crafting Cannabis podcast, I the reason I'm so happy that we got the audio good today is because they kept it pretty under wraps, but my audio when I was on their podcast, like if I was talking, I had to mute and I couldn't listen. Um, oh no. And so, yeah. And so, uh, the same, like it always sounded like I was interrupting they edited it really well, but uh, it just didn't flow as well as I wanted to. But I went over a little bit of on that podcast of why I like started breeding and, and you know, why I like it so much. But just to recap, I just really love growing weed and seeing like the different phenotypes and the smells and all the different varieties. And like when I first started doing that first batch, I really just get started getting a feel for it. Um, I by no means like a professional. I actually don't sell anything, but I just got hooked, man. I just got absolutely hooked. And like every single batch of weed was different and they all grew different and they looked different. And I was like, this is just one type. I was like, there's a lot more types out there. <laughs> so I just got really into it. I love it. That's, what got that's you started amazing. growing in the first place? What got you like from the very beginning? How long have you been into this? Like what, uh, what's your relationship with cannabis in general? And I started smoking when I was in high school with my, my friends and we, I grew some, like I grew some bag seed, like back in the day, like out in the woods, never harvested any of it. It always got stolen or like my dad found it or like somebody yeah. found it and like, or we thought the cops were coming and we just left it there. So I never oh, yeah. harvested like anything, but I, I started it and 
when I got, I was in the military, I was in the Navy for a little while. Oh, and thank then you when for I, your service. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, I was mostly kind of, you know, serving myself though. I just wanted to travel. That's the, that's the reality. <laughs> I'm not a true patriot. I know everyone thinks I am, but <laughs> it was, it was selfish. It was all travel. Yeah. It was for travel. Do you mind, uh, do you mind sharing what branch? I was he in did, the Navy. Dude. He said Navy. Oh, I thought you was... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I thought I it just... said military. I no, was I, like, oh. I did say military, but I said Navy on the other, on the other podcast, but yeah. Na- I was in the Navy. I was a mechanic. So it was fun. Oh, no shit. I was a yeah. cook in the Army. No shit. So you had all the hookups. Cooks had I it so had hooked up. a full belly. Damn. I actually didn't. When I was overseas, though, I was, I was say, not is a going cook. overseas being hooked up? Like, I, when, I mean, when you're Johnny's over there, thing. having some good food is really important because life isn't always the best, you know? Yeah. So I didn't cook while I was over there, but I still was friends with all the cooks. Like I had a different job while I was overseas, so it was yeah. it was, but I was still benefited because I'd be like, "Yo, I know what the fuck goes on, man. Hook me up." <laughs> yeah, I know you guys don't just throw that out. Let me get some of that. Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All the secrets. Yeah, yep. Cu- culinary specialist. That was what they called it in the navy. Yeah, yep. that's, uh, uh, that's what. That's what they I were was. good. They were good, man. Got to eat surprisingly it's not as bad as like you see like in older army movies or whatever you think of cooks the the food has come a long way i think compared to the shit you'd see in movies like that it's not slop yeah dude it was when i was on a little destroyer it was like 500 feet long and we're out in like the middle of the the ocean and we're getting like eggs to order like you know what kind of omelet you want and stuff like that i'm like damn this is pretty good so it just depends on where you are, I think, and yeah, who you got. Yeah. Make friends with the people that cook your food, too. That's just across the board. That's just good advice. Yeah. So now you you obviously didn't partake in cannabis then, so you did it through high school. You gave it a break during the military career, mm-hmm. and you came back to it when you got out? Yeah, man. So I came back. Uh, it was about 2017, 2018. They had just passed recreational. Uh, as like right before I got back and everyone, all my friends were growing their own weed and I was seeing it and I was like, Oh shit. Like the last time I was doing this, I literally got a ticket from the cops, you know? So it's like, this is great. Not only is it expunged from my record now, but, um, you can grow it and it's recreational. So it's not like you don't have to say there's a mil or a, a medical aspect. You can just say, Hey, I just want to grow it because I am old enough, you know? Right. Right. And, uh, it just, it really, really drew me in because I was like, I can finally do this. There's no repercussions. Uh, weed, is, weed is kind of expensive. Uh, I realized that kind of quickly. <laughs> and yeah. I ordered some seeds from, I think it was Seedsman. That was my first one. And that took like two months to get here. Don't order from Seedsman unless you've got some time, at least in the U.S. <laughs> it took like two months, man. And I got a nice five by five and I got like, I can't remember. I think I was watching Lex. Uh, what's his name? God, I can't remember his name. Lex something on YouTube. And uh, I just basically copied everything that he had going. CO2 systems and all the like the blurp of lights. And uh, it was it was not that expensive. And I was like, OK, all right. This is kind of fun. So I just got hooked, man. Just super hooked. Oh, that's so cool. I I basically did the same thing only I think it was like 
high again and and mr grow it for me like that i mimicked and was like hooked from that point on i was like oh yeah this is super cool but then i like made the mistakes that a lot of people do and you just take in all the information and apply yeah. it all at once and yeah mm-hmm. so i did not have the same oh i love this feeling i had the oh god i fucking suck at this i hate this i've invested so much money i gotta fucking find a new hobby that sucks man <laughs> it worked Overthink- out for overthinking him. it overthinking it it's the number one killer i think you know what I think my my saving grace was that I had these blo- these blurple lights, so I couldn't see all the deficiencies that I had or anything oh, like that. That's a I good was just point. like, oh, everything's looking really good in there. Right? I'm the best grower ever. <laughs> and then come to find out everything, I look at back at the pictures and like color correcting, and it's all messed up. <laughs> I, so funny. That's pretty genius. Sell sell your blurples as. Uh like deficiency correcting for photos. They, they do. <laughs> Absolutely. You'll never even You'll know. Never see it. <laughs> Why do you still use blurples? Oh, just love them. <laughs> yeah, they I never have any issues with the blurples. <laughs> never. <laughs> oh man. So how long had you been growing before you uh took the chance at breeding? Oh, I think 2 years or a year and a half. Yeah, 2 years maybe. And it, I wasn't breeding i was i still kind of like pollen chucking you know like Mm -hmm. but i i got the bug a bunch of people were you know asking if they could send me some pollen because i was doing youtube and so i had some viewers send me some pollen and then i that was you know kind of one of the first ones i did was um one of my buddies uh, from youtube he sent me a little bit of pollen in the mail and i was like all right it was some outdoor photos so it was pretty interesting what a cool thing and uh, I want to touch um on your YouTube um in a little bit because that would com- that's a whole separate topic but when you first got that pollen how nervous were you to mess up Oh dude I was a wreck I was so scared <laughs> everyone's like pollen can go 5 miles on oh, the yeah. wind and I'm like, oh, my God. Don't ever like, do it outside. Your neighbors like, will find you. The government will come for you if you use it outside. Like, <laughs> they have homing beacons for every single piece of pollen on the, on the wind, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Everyone will know it came from your house, too. Yeah. I'd be getting calls from, like, California asking if somebody <laughs> released something out in Maine. Next time, yeah, I'll call you. Be like, what the hell, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Again? <laughs> it was but, scary, though. Yeah. And, like using i was using a paintbrush and it was kind of hard because like i didn't really understand how to do it at first and i saw so many kind of like johnny like so many different ways to go about doing it i kind of did all of them Mm -hmm. and like put like a bag over it or use a paintbrush blow it on or just dump it on the top or use my fingers and q-tip and they all work just fine yeah it's it's just the practice, really. I think you just have to pick something and go with it because you'll never know if it works for you or not until you've tried and failed. Exactly. And I Give it pe- a shot. Exactly. What's the worst that can happen? Besides California calling you, uh, asking for their, their weed back. And really, we don't care that much. We'll, you, we'll call, but we ain't actually going to do any work. Across state <laughs> lines. We've got our own problems. <laughs> I always wondered about that, though, man. Like, people that live next to those hemp farms. Um, yeah. What do you do? 
you need like intake scrubbers if you're growing in a greenhouse or like that's a whole thing it would be worrisome i i i don't know like i don't live obviously around any hemp fields and i don't know where there would be like a majority of them but mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd have, that's such a weird consideration to have to take inside, like take into consideration more so. Like you could never transfer the same clothes into your grow. <laughs> like that would just be like no. a change of clothes to go outside kind of thing. Yeah. And I bet there's probably tons of herms out there, even if you didn't plant, you know, males. Oh, yeah. I'm sure oh, there's yeah. herms in a field of weed. Oh yeah. Statistically, right? Yeah. And there's nothing better than having a herm hemp pollen going with your good stuff that's what you oh, want that's that's ideal that actually raises the property tax you know? it's so good <laughs> that would be such a nightmare could you imagine if you bought that house not knowing and you oh. set this like sweet sweet like thousands of dollar grow in your basement and it's just nothing you can do like oh yeah we actually only grow herm hemp plants <laughs> over here we actually specialize it has the most cbd so and we open pollinate. <laughs> oh, yeah, year-round. We can grow year-round, so it's just open pollen. <laughs> I bet it goes far in California, too, because it doesn't like rain out there, man. Yeah, but the good news is there's no, like, in where I am in Southern California, it's a desert. So you're not seeing fields of hemp anywhere. If we could grow fields and fields of stuff, it would be almonds, and we sell it to the rich. Oh, wait. That's no, true. Um, <laughs> So th- we don't have to worry about that here. We just the only thing we got to worry about is water. I did come across when I was I was on a road trip and I came across coming from Arizona into California down uh, on the southern border mm-hmm. and I think it was the 40 and there was it was just desert 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 and then all of a sudden there's trees everywhere and then it goes right back to desert. So they mm-hmm. do them they do some crazy stuff out there. I don't oh, know yeah. how they do that. It's insane. Well, I I not not to get too into it because it would be boring for everyone who doesn't uh, live in the state, but it's because we pump groundwater uh, when we shouldn't. So, oh, nice. We're, yeah, and then I mean, if you want to, we're we're kind of it's a whole water episode, but it's from like gov- three states over, right? Yeah, and so so when you it's from the Colorado River, right? And and the Colorado River feeds multiple states: Utah, Arizona, Nevada. Um, and I, 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 and probably Colorado too. I feel like an idiot for not knowing that. Um, but so all that, all of that trickles down in California is obviously the last state. <clears throat> However, the number of that they use for the water, like the number of how much water there is in that river that they started with, right. Is a fake number. That number wasn't ever real. So they based nice. all of the water that the, the, these states get on, on a, a made up number and they keep rounding up or they keep finding ways to make it look not as bad but it's it's pretty drastic um all because they started with a fake number all you got to do is just go move up to the start of it and you'll be fine don't worry about everybody else exactly now that we'll be there for the water wars water wars nice yeah yeah like water world but the land version (laughs) yeah the way worse version (laughs) yeah and that's saying a lot too scary Yeah, I mean, but in in reality, if the sad reality is California will be fine because they produce something like seventy percent of the agricultural in this or the agriculture in this country, so and it's also the seventh largest economy in the world. So it's not like the federal government is going to let California go without water. I'm sure that the federal government will allow other states to fail first. 
I always wondered why they don't have like desalination units too. Like the ocean's right there. Like you know. So I can tell you for there's there's a there's a bunch of reasons. Um, but the the basic reason that I think is the most upsetting is because no city wants it in their back door in their backyard. Yeah, you know, it's it's okay for the neighbor's city, but we don't want it here because think of the property value. And I think there like was that. one at like Camp Pendleton. I remember like going a nuclear up power plant. An, that's the nuclear power plant. It looks like boobs on yeah, over yeah. That's that's yeah. no longer. I mean, that's still there, but it's no longer a functioning nuclear power plant. That's probably good. Well, I don't you know. know. It, I don't if, know. If you knew what they were doing with the discarded rods, uh, it wouldn't be necessarily their original plan was to bury it at tide level in front of San Onofre which is oh, it's nice. called the San Onofre yeah San Onofre nuclear um, power plant or whatever the and then there was this all kinds of drama about with the city be freaking out and the state freaking out and so all the residents local residents were getting angry so they kept moving the meetings further north so like the local meeting for what the, in Orange County got moved to like Ventura <laughs> <laughs> so it just it, it it was like what the okay whatever but I don't know enough to speak on it, it to form an opinion one way or the other I I just feel like I'd be wrong. I always like that stretch of the highway though because you can absolutely fly. You know I used to mm. have my my motorcycle and just yeah. that was that was my speeding spot. Those um, days are long gone, my friend. Man, unfortunately, CHP? traffic. No traffic. There's more and more people. Um, when I went to Thanksgiving, so my my uh, partner's nieces or whatever uh, lived down there. And so we had to go past Pendleton and mm -hmm. to get to Oceanside or past Oceanside. But that took two and a half hours because of the traffic. Mm. Um, but also in the same vein, I drove down there on Christmas Day in the morning and it only took 30 minutes. So, But there's just more people now. I used to be able to split lanes though, so like I never really had to, like sit in traffic. But it's so it's like taking the life, like and putting my life in my hands, like every car every that you time cross. You do it, yeah, yeah. Um, my, everyone that I know who's ridden motorcycles has been severely hurt by it. Um, so, I, I was never allowed. It's the one thing my the one rule that my mom put down was that I couldn't ride um, motorcycles. Like I could ride dirt bikes and stuff like that, but I could just never get my motorcycles license for whatever reason. And it never really interested me, mostly because like seeing my uncle break his voice box, which I didn't even know was a thing and stuff. Like it's dangerous, dude. It really is. And it's you know what bothers me the most is it's never the person riding's fault. It's always someone else's fault. And That's true. you can't you can't. You can't rely on other people because other people are just terrible. That's exactly why I stopped mm -hmm. riding, dude. It's yeah. like they I don't got see kids it. at home, man, and exactly. I can't predict what everyone else is going to do. It's really smart, man. I it's might. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about you. We're here Always. for you. I was actually just going to try and bring it back. I just okay. – uh, you've – just yesterday, you posted a uh, picture. You got a new breeding project coming out. What uh, you want to talk about that one? Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, messing around with this cross, the double fox, which is the double grape cross with uh, what is it? Star fox. What, what isn't that what it is? I don't remember. Yeah, double grape star fox that I crossed with coal miner's daughter, and they're regular autoflowers. And I wouldn't really call it like breeding. I hate using that word because people think that 
like I'm trying to like, I don't know, be, like, yeah, I'm like trying to be somebody, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really just trying to grow some weed. And I just use the amount that I can fit in my tent, which happens to be like 36, one gallons, and then just kind of just bring that number down until I find the ones that I think are the best and breed those and keep going. So I'm on like, this is F2. And I'm hoping to find another one that looks just like these parents, but kind of, um, I don't know, maybe one way or another towards like the smells, the profiles and all that. But it's still, it's still curing right now. I haven't even smoked any of it yet. So I'm still waiting. So now you're in these one gallons. You must be, do you go 12, 12 right from the start? No, these are autos. So like I'm, I'm going 24 hours. I never, I never turn the lights off. I just leave them on. Okay. Cause, cause and then just I feel based on pot size, they stay smaller. Yeah. I mean, I started in the one gals just cause it's kind of a really good, happy medium between like a solo cup, but it gives me a little bit more time until the roots hit the bottom or the edges. Mm-hmm. And so I'll probably pick the ones that are growing the best in probably like a week. And I'll start, I'm going to start selecting, um, based on just growth how fast they grow. So that's like the first thing that I choose for. Um, I don't like grow them all the way out. Um, I'll just pick the ones that I think are they're doing the best. So I choose by vigor in the beginning and I'm relying on the fact that these genetics are from good stuff to, um, hope that they are good when they flower okay, as well. So, so if I understand what you're doing, you're not flowering all of them out and you're not like open pollinating. You're like, uh, you're saying, okay, that one doesn't have vigor. You take it right out of the tent. You don't even finish that one off. Yeah. You only leave the ones that you've selected from growth patterns in the tent to, to do the thing with it there at, at the end. So how many, how many do you narrow it down to? Well, the last time I started with the same last time I started with 65 and I, I ended up with two. So that's, you know, one actually one male and two females. So that was my final count. Oh wow! And they were great. So like the same thing. I was just selecting for growth, for vigor, for like structure, all the things that I wanted to have, regardless of how good it is. And then I was just kind of rolling the dice that they were going to be good flowering plants, and luckily they were. <laughs> so now that was the only pollen in the tent with those two females. Yeah. It was the uh, the same. So, it was basically like the brother of those two. So what do you do with all the plants that were like close but like never pollinated? Or what do you do with those ones? Well, I still have some flowering ones that are in there now. And they were probably 20 to 30 days old when the pollen was flying around. And they, uh-huh. they don't have any seeds on them. So unless they're showing pistols, they're not going to get pollinated. Uh, the pollen really it doesn't stick around that long man and i also like i'm scrubbing the air you know and i just i had i only had that male plant in there for like a, a couple of days and i let a little bit of pollen fly and then i pulled it and then i i called it so and i spray i spray things down and the water the high humidity will also kill the pollen and then the sunlight so it really doesn't stick around long but I was hoping it would stick around for a little bit longer because I wanted some of that pollen to hit my other plants, but they never did. Right. That makes sense. Do you like, do you take the ones, 
you take them out of the tent, the ones that you don't want the seeds for originally, but then you put them back in just kind of hoping they might get a little bit of something on them, but yes. still have enough flour for head stash. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, actually, this is a great segue because I've been doing this technique off, uh, I guess I would say the last two or three grows where I call it, it's a dumb name, but I call it sex tech because you got to think about it when, when you sex the plant, when you, when you see those first pistols, right? Um, those are the ones that get hit. So the very, very first ones, and those are the only ones that get hit and that's it. So I have the pollen flying when there's just the very first ones that are on the stock, those get hit. And then once they're hit, I will pull that male out of there and I will let the buds continue to grow without pollen hitting them. So it's just a little bit on the stalks. And then I also have the buds as well. And it works really well. That's what I did on these last two, I think. Um, and man, the buds are seed free. And there's just a few, there's probably like 60 or 70 seeds on the plant, but the buds are fine. So you get like the best of both worlds. Dude, I don't so think the name's so bad, dude. Sex tech is cool. It sounds yeah, like cool you're going to make a robot to bang. Yeah, it was either that or sexy tech, <laughs> but I, I wanted to leave the Y out. You know? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm just picturing sex tech, sex tech laboratories. Sex tech 5000. <laughs> now with Wi-Fi. Yeah, I had exactly. to mute. I was laughing so fucking loud. <laughs> so no, but uh, honestly, I um, this is the first time I've ever heard that tech, and I'm I love it. I'm sure that it, everyone's like, "Well, you're an idiot." A lot of people do that, but that's really freaking cool. That's, no, that's super too, man. I I was trying to look around to see if anyone had done it. I don't. I'm sure people have done it, and they just don't talk about it because that's how things go. But I just wanted to sort of explain it in a way that if you heard it, you'd know because it's the sex tech, the sex technique where when you sex the plant, those are the only ones that get hit. And it's kind of easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I mean, you, sir, just got me a whole bunch of blueberry grapes. I was going to say. <laughs> Hear nice. that, green guy? <laughs> blueberry grapes. Cha- that sounds just good. Just my chance to fuck with green guy. Pardon me there. You're going to steal all his genetics? Yeah, green guy too. Johnny's just upset because when we had uh, the big green guy on, he wasn't feeling as well, and so it it was kind of unfair on my end. Um, I brought him in uh, and tied both of Johnny's hands behind his back. Nice, as you you do. Yeah, I listened to that one. Yeah, he sounded good. I thought so. But I oh, think you guys were, great. you were also asking him if he felt better all the time. So there's that. <laughs> Which is always what everybody wants to hear. Yeah. Because then I'm you're like, oh. just now starting to feel better. It's fucking ridiculous. How, whatever the hell that was. It's, it's, I guess, it's what it's like being my friend. You're just constantly miserable. <laughs> Probably that cancer you sent me in the mail. Probably cancer, yeah. yeah. If, if you Google it, state. it's cancer. It's cancer. That's right. Uh-huh. Dude, I remember the early WebMD. I'm sure it's still the same way, but I remember the first time I Googled WebMD or WebMD to symptom. And Oof. I was like, oh, cancer. What the shit? Oh, my lungs are failing. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, my skin knee must be really bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is yeah. always worst case scenario, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But how else will you fuel the madness of people, right? That's mm-hmm. how you drive clicks to your website. Just be like, oh, you have a common cold? 
cancer. Isn't there like people out there that really do think that they have, is, what, is that a hypochondriac or something uh, like that? Man, they must love WebMD. Oh, I bet. I bet you that WebMD is probably one of the most annoying websites a doctor has ever had to deal with. Oh, I bet. Just like, oh, so you think you know more than me. Okay. Mm. Congratulations, I Googled, Google. I got you five, win again. 5,000 yeah. results, but I only went with this one. Yeah, exactly. With no prior, <laughs> with no prior knowledge. I, one time I had uh, a new boss take over and was like, all right, I want to come in and uh, take pictures of your job uh, so that I have a better understanding. And I was hmm. like, you want to take pictures of me sitting at a desk designing something and then programming it and going out and pressing a green button and having the machine. D- okay. I mean, nice. And I don't know why that works for you, but golden. So I think you, I think some people just think that with a couple pictures, they can do anybody's job. Yeah, that's all you need. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a little cliff note of a really in-depth description. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's all you need. That's how I base my <laughs> life. Like, yeah, sure. YouTube videos. One YouTube video, not even multiple. <laughs> yeah, just one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go straight to the comments and I get the, I get the real lowdown. I know what's going on. Oh, I bet you get all kinds of crazy stuff. And I don't want to you to have to be negative, so we'll switch to positive stuff. But um, just this last two weeks, I know a couple people who've started watching your stuff and just binged it. Just That's awesome. Gone, gone crazy. And... Um, I, I absolutely love your YouTube videos. I think there's something really rad about them that you just don't see with, I guess, normal videos. Um, Thank but you. I, I love it. How, how'd you get started in that? And uh, what drives you, man? Because seeing yourself on video all the time has got to be a, a mind trip after a while. Well, first off, I don't really go back and watch them. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, Smart. I'll take a look at them. Once I upload them, I'll rewatch it to make sure, like just vaguely to make sure that, you know, we're not missing any frames or it didn't stall out halfway or the audio is all jacked up. And then if it's for the most part good, I'll, I won't really watch it again. But that, that helps a lot because if you just, I mean, you guys know, you, you go back and you listen to your voice, you edit your voice and it's weird listening to yourself and it's weird looking at yourself. So I just yeah. don't, you know, I don't do it as much, um, but I got started when I was doing a, an outdoor grow and I just turned on my cell phone. I was like, I wonder if this is like allowed or if this is like, okay, or if people do this or not. And I, you know, when you, when you film vertical for the, like for the first time, you don't realize you should tilt the phone and have yep. it be horizontal. I, I filmed like three episodes vertical and people are like, this was before shorts. Like there wasn't, a sh- there's no shorts. There's no right. vertical. And they're like, yo, uh, tilt that screen. So I, I would, then I would uh, turn it on and then tilt it so that it's turned the entire time. You Sideways. know what I mean? Oh, yep. So it took me a little while to get that down. But eventually people kind of, they gave me some pointers. They gave me some tips. Like I got a lot of feedback really on from the viewers. Helped a lot. And I didn't really know what I was doing so much. So there was a lot of like people sort of ragging on me a little bit, but it did tell me what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Um, I was growing basalts and I was growing outdoor basalts. And people were like, yo, 
bro, Dude. what are you doing? They're like, you're poisoning the water. Like you're paying money that you don't need to. And, uh, I was using Ramo, Ramo nutrients. So I used the YouTube platform as a way to basically learn and to get interaction with people about how to improve my growth style. It helped a lot. So like, I'm so, I'm so thankful. Like discord wasn't, at least I didn't have a discord or there wasn't really any other way. Like I wasn't on Instagram and I got some good feedback from people. I owe them a lot. There's people that have been watching me for like three, half years now, four years. It's been a while. And amazing content has come out um, from it. And it's, it's, it's fun to see. And um, one thing that I do, obvious, I think, from anybody who knows you and, and has talked to you is how great of a guy you are. But it, it's I always like highlighting. Um, wait, wait. I like how you said that. How great of a guy you are. But. But. You got to say You're an absolute <laughs> monster. This is, you're a horrible. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, everyone but, thinks you're a yeah. great guy. But. You go nice. Welcome bad, to nice. your average grill. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> I, I have a. I, I. I guess I shouldn't really butt and then immediately give you another compliment. I understand. I will, will point out failed. Did not graduate as an English teacher. Okay. Did not get my degree in English. So I just I had to get that one in because you always get them on. <laughs> it, me. I felt, it is more I felt than, it necessary. It is for more me than to get fair. One. It's like it every blind squirrel gets a nut. Not it's only to- is it it's more totally than, understandable. Yeah, it's more than fair, and I would I would be very disappointed if people would never throw it back in my face. Then I just feel mean. I feel like a. Pun, I've gotten right? pretty used to like uh, constructive criticism, and it's kind of good. I, I like I really do put it to good use. I think I think there when especially in, in, when you're growing, I think a lot of I think a lot of people have good advice, and a lot of people want to share. I've never met anyone who's overly like mean unless they're you know messed in the head but i i when someone says like i think some people might be scared but if you if you have a suggestion man i'm always glad to hear it absolutely because i'd rather know it's i'm obviously i obviously don't know <laughs> like i'd rather know <laughs> it's good to i gotta learn somehow you know <laughs> exactly i hate to be doing something wrong and everybody be like hey look at that jackass doing it wrong and then nobody tell me i'd be like wait i could have been doing it right for two there's years. always there's always one guy though there's always one guy that will be honest with you in the comments or or multiple times but uh yeah. it's not everyone a lot of people do kind of gloss over the issues and then they'll be one guy who's kind of a little bit rougher but at the same time you're like oh shoot i didn't know that you know thank you and yeah. i was like all you guys nobody else brought this up but this guy like come on <laughs> We're we doing don't even it wrong. Like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. your friend that won't tell you that you have something on your face. Yeah, it's like you dude, gotta tell him. Yeah, yeah, you gotta tell them. Like they're you in public. Me, you let me walk around like this. I hate you. <laughs> Unless they really just want to see you get laughed at. So there's that too. That's why Johnny, I can never trust. We have such a great foundation. I'm afraid that like it's either coming from a place of jest or love. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's jest. Yeah, most likely. I just sneezed, so I'm trying to gain my composure, laugh, and like try to figure out where the hell we were at the same time. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking oh. about uh, Jay's YouTube and and how great it is. Um, but how how do oh, you yeah, how yeah. do you how do you maintain like other than is it does it help that you're you're growing alongside or because 
I'd imagine a lot of people producing that much video content, burnout has to be real. I have burned out before. I have, this is my third or fourth channel. Okay. So I got deleted once. I took a hiatus once and I removed my channel once. So it was, it's a lot of like back and forth. Mm-hmm. So like I, at first I had a hard time with it and I sort of disappeared and then I came back. Um, then YouTube sort of gave me a hard time. And then I also transitioned to, I did like a motorcycle channel for a while where I just went on this like motorcycle trip. And then, so that was a channel that I switched over to that. And I never put my cannabis stuff back on that channel because I was afraid it was going to delete all my travel videos. So I started fresh, I started fresh again and it's a good thing because they definitely would have. Um, (laughs) so it takes a little getting used to there's like, if you start a YouTube channel and you don't like it, you can stop at any time and you can always start back up again. People will find you. Sometimes it just takes a few years. (laughs) I I think that's good advice. If people are afraid of getting burnt out, they shouldn't because they can get burnt out and just start over. Yeah. Just take a break too. I took like a year off and came back and like nothing happened. It's fine. (laughs) I will say though, uh, Johnny, do not get any ideas. You're not allowed uh, to get burned out. You guys getting on YouTube? No, 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 no. I'm just telling Johnny, he can't ever get burnt out. I'd miss him too much. Yeah. I love it though. It's really fun. I just, I enjoy making videos. I like making content and I can talk. I can talk forever. Like, so it's a weird, it's a weird thing, man. I just like, I, sometimes I have to get myself to stop talking because I'm like, okay, we're not talking about anything that's in the video. That's why I do voiceovers. I used to do like talking while I'm filming. That's a bad idea because I just, I don't talk about anything that's on screen. So voiceovers help me a lot. That's, that's pretty, yeah. I, I actually enjoy it too because it, it's kind of cool. I don't know why. Maybe it's just, I'm so weird. I just like it a lot, but uh, it makes a lot of sense. It, it's got to be a lot easier to just concentrate on what you're doing in the moment and then just go yeah. back and go, the audio is secondary. Yeah, it's way easier. Get the, get the footage first, get it dialed in, put it all in a timeline, and then you can go back and you can do a nice, like, perfect audio with nothing in the background if you want, and there's no stress. You can do retakes, you can cut your audio just like you guys do, and you can add music or what have you. Or if there was a loud sound in the video, you can cut it out. So you have a lot more flexibility like that. Yeah, it makes it nice when you when you have like you're not trying to sync everything, everything you're saying to what's going on in the video. Yeah. I could imagine that's got to be a pain in the ass. I've oh, tried making hard. editing videos before when it was like like as a little something to do and it was like, "Yeah, nope, not for me." Or somebody makes like I had neighbors that would like their kids would come out and just start screaming at the top of their lungs while I was talking okay. about this plant and like, I'm like, "No." Yeah, I'm like, oh, start over, you know, because I didn't know how to edit it. I was just doing like one shot videos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so learning how to edit makes YouTube much easier. Like it's not you don't get so burnt out as easily. I don't think anyways, that's me. Well, that's that's good. And um, I, I'm hoping you don't for a long time because your content is, is is seriously must watch. And we'll we'll set up a section in our discord where we can upload new vote videos when they premiere or whatever but uh everyone should check them out it's super rad thank you man i appreciate that 
And you could always come over. We got a Discord too, if you want to oh, see. Excellent. We do notifications whenever I post a video, so you'll get it within like 30 seconds. Yeah, well, you'll have to throw down a section in our Discord so people can know, because for sure, it's officially podcast recommended. Watch J Merch, obviously. Much appreciated, bros. Of course. If if we if someone had to wait to hear us say that, then they need to reevaluate their lives. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you'd be surprised. YouTube does kind of like shadow ban. They make it hard for people people to find your videos. I've had a couple strikes, so sometimes it gets uh, kind of. I noticed certain times when the videos, the like, how many views it has drops off completely drops off the map and then you'll see it maybe like an hour and a half later it'll pick back up again but for a certain amount of time sometimes it's just invisible um they do some weird stuff behind the scenes and i can see it all on the uh, the studio app where i can go through and i can see all the stats i really love that uh the studio app is fun but cool. yeah sometimes they suppress stuff so Mine, it yeah, happens it's so ridiculous i i don't even understand i mean it's federally legal i guess but holy hell i mean yeah i don't think sexualizing children has ever been uh federally legal has it apparently it is according to those guys i know jeez jeez they're yes. monetizing everything and oh violence too yeah and gambling like a there's a lot of violence on youtube and it's like come on man yeah it's, uh, you can't show a plant you know something that's it has had no detrimental effects on that like society I did like some videos where I was walking around talking about like living soil, uh, beneficial insects and dry amendments, just like your standard outdoor stuff. And they took that one down because they said I was dealing drugs. That's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> no dealing bugs, you idiots. Bugs. The bugs. dopest dope. The dopest of the dope. You know that you got to get those bug catchers. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to step your game society. They probably Well, <laughs> if you've ever played the very real documentary video game Pokemon, it seems like there are kids running around with bugs terrorizing towns. So, yeah. Slave I, bugs. For, yeah, slave bugs. I'm down to shut down all bug dealers. Those goddamn bug dealers. I see them out there starting at a but, young age. I mean, and like it's it's the hypocrisy of the whole thing that drives me the most insane and it's a topic that everyone's covered, but it's just be be realistic, right? Gambling is heavily promoted, but, huge. But the, at all the very like and spending money, like getting your kids to go spend hundreds of dollars on a video game that's pointless, is more than encouraged. Junk but, food, like junk food, yeah. But holy crap, you grow something natural, and you're a you're a villain, man. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's it's a terrible rep. Like it's just a, it's a bad look on, on us as a society and as a people. But if you I wait, was... man. Once they start like monetizing stuff, it's going to be a complete one eighty. You know, they're yeah. gonna. It's going to oh, be. Yeah. They're going to be pushing so it there's... down our necks. Oh yeah, it's. But it's, it'll be commercial. It'll be know, the facilities. Dead, yeah. It'll be the even worse. But it'll be cookie cookies. Cookies everywhere. Yeah. Hey man, some people some people love corporate cannabis. Is I've I've come to find I don't understand it. Maybe it's they're younger or something. People love uh, corporate everything, dude. Look at Walmart for fuck's sake. Well, I don't think people love Walmart. I think they have no other option. Uh, but there, I mean, if there's other options and you still actively root for corporations, then something is morally bankrupt with you. They'll be like hype beasts getting into corporate stuff. I can see yeah. that. 
Oh, absolutely. But it's just, it's like, you're not thinking as a human being or as, as, as uh, even intelligently. I don't, un- and if, I'm not going to get caught up in that. But yeah, it's just yeah. interesting that it's like, corporations have, are just not good for, like, business on a small scale. You, you don't want to encourage that if you want to encourage small business. Yeah, you wait till the, you see the supreme seeds. It'll be like supreme. You know how they sell the brick? It'll oh, be a yeah. brick. It'll be a brick of uh, weed. It'll oh, be the yeah, supreme brick. weed brick. We'll go back and, to the yeah. brick ditch weed, but it'll be considered an honor or like designer. Nah, we did this That's to right. recreate this stuff you used to get in the nineties. Fuck yep. what? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait in line. It's gonna be a hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly, and it, it comes with its own NFT. Yep. <laughs> But no, that's, that's I, that shit I don't know anything about. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think everybody should check out your channel. Johnny, do you have any, any questions for our guest? Uh, yeah. Who did you send the seeds to the first time you were supposed to send them to me? Oh, dude. So <laughs> I, uh, I got really high. I do this sometimes. And. So I send seeds out to so many people that sometimes I I have a book where I write it down because otherwise I get confused. But sometimes I screenshot things like addresses and all that stuff. And I mean, I probably sent seeds to, I don't know, probably 500 or more people since I started doing this. And uh, everyone has like different names for different platforms. And like you got Instagram, you got YouTube, you got Discord, you got real life, you know, and they're all different names. So it gets kind of confusing so <laughs> i had a huge package for you johnny and i sent it to another guy named johnny uh that i was <laughs> talking to on instagram and he knows who he is um i was gonna send him some seeds anyways but i just didn't i wasn't gonna send him that many seeds <laughs> it was gonna be a couple vials he wanted some star fox but uh yeah i hooked him up on purpose <laughs> that's <Dude's> awesome <laughs> It was so funny because Padre was like, uh, yeah, he's sending you some stuff too, I believe, right? I'm like, uh, huh? Yeah, I heard yeah. it on the podcast. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> yeah, when you hit me up, I was like, oh, man, I was like, not nuts. I was like, holy shit, I swear to God, like, what did I miss? I was trying to go back through everything. I was like, fuck, man, what did I miss? I, I've got to find this because I feel like a fucking total shit now. That's what that's what that's what surprised me because when you told me that you were sending them to him, I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then I mentioned it to Johnny, and Johnny was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And I was like, "Johnny has would never forget somebody was sending him something like no, he's stoked no. every time." <laughs> that's when the red the red uh, the red flags were going, the alarms were going off, and Johnny was like, "Oh, I don't know," and I was yeah. like, "Ooh, I need to uh, let's take a look." <laughs> It's all good. It, it Super funny, out. man. I appreciate it, man. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, Johnny, you don't live in Arizona, man? Nope. No. Oh, okay. No. no, I'm practically, we're practically neighbors, <laughs> turns out. I know. I'm jealous. Um, I've said on multiple occasions, I was looking through our DMs uh, merch, uh, looking for, su- for looking for some of the some of the early stuff we were talking about, and then I noticed how many <clears throat> separate times I had complimented your various beds and i would just send you a message just like nice bed dude <laughs> no it's all good i had a few beds so that you I know, know that does make sense it was just so funny and i was like only only in this hobby would i a grown man on the west coast be sending a man on the east coast just nice <laughs> bed <laughs> and you wait man once you like 
I mean, I'm sure you're already there, but you're talking to like multiple people on multiple platforms. They oh, all yeah. have like an alias name, but then you also sometimes know who they actually are. And they all, they change their profile pictures, but they change things or, all yeah. the time. Things get and deleted. It, it gets confusing, bro. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. when you're as friendly as you are, dude. I talk to a lot of people. <laughs> and I, 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 I thank, I thank the Lord Frog for it. Uh, Praise day. Frog. Praise Frog. Johnny, you got to hit him with the uh, the other legit yeah. ones. Yeah, I had to get that one out of the way because it was too funny. <laughs> but I got three questions for you. First one being, what's the first seed you ever planted and why was it an apple seed? The first seed, I think it was uh, tomatoes, just to be so boring. But yeah, tomatoes. I think that was the first first thing I grew. Right. Um, do you, you're not talking about just like weed seeds, right? Talking about oh, everything, yeah, in general. Like any yeah. seed, yeah, like any seed, yeah. Yeah, tomatoes really got me into gardening. Honestly, I was like, they're delicious, and I found out you could grow them, and that was kind of like the beginning of the gardening thing for me. Heck yeah! How did it turn out? Um, it actually came out really well. It came out really well, except for they got eaten by bugs because I wasn't like spraying, and I didn't have a fence, so the deer demolished them and also some bugs. But I thought they came out all right. I got a few. Heck yeah! What's your favorite pie and why is it apple? I got I to gotta side with you here. Apple pie all the way. Love it. Is there a person who hasn't picked? Oh, uh, big green guy picked cherry. and I don't know, man. Something about Apple's apple pie. Been yeah. So crispy you, and like go, homemade. Do you go a la mode? What's a la mode with the whipped cream and ice, everything? Ice cream on top, cream. isn't it? Yeah. You know, I usually don't, but I will. I will definitely mm-hmm. take it. Like uh, up in, what was it? The best apple pie that I've ever had was in Julian, California. Yeah. There's a little, there's in, uh, there's a little apple, apple was it Mother's? I can't remember mm-hmm. what it's called, but that place is good. And they had it with the uh, vanilla ice cream and yeah. it was bomb. It was so yeah. good. I don't Julian, know if I've can... ever mentioned this on the show or not, but has anybody ever had a slice of cheddar cheese with their apple pie? No. No. Oh yeah, that's that, that sounds is funky. Some umami shit. It does man. sound that pretty is so, funky, but it is like I'm not curious turned off by the shit. cheese. I'm more turned off by the apple pie because I don't like sweets. But what does the I'd cheese do? It it? It's, it, do? it gives like an umami effect. I don't know. Like it's got to be like a sharp cheddar cheese, and you just take a nice slice of it. You have a bite of pie, and you eat a piece of cheese, and it's like wow. It's just there's something mm. to it. I don't know why some old dude put me onto it, and it was like. No shit. That's pretty Maybe good. Maybe the, the sweet and salty with a little bit of texture, something like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it gives like an umami well, just everything. Yeah. A, it's a sharp cheddar like that. I mean, because is Vermont known for cheese by you guys? Is that the place? Yeah. Yeah. Vermont, is that yep. is that Vermont cheddar? Is that like a, I don't know. Yeah, I know they, do, they do a lot of cheese down there. Yeah. So maybe that's why, because your proximity. I've never heard of it, but I, I'm going to try it. i got to try it now. Yeah. yeah, It's, I, it's I, definitely I, worth a try at least once. If it's horrible, I'll let you know. <laughs> Come after it. I think <laughs> you can actually – I think uh, you can sue for something like that. But It's I in the do, fine print. I do ask that you go after him individually and please not the show as a whole. No, no. I'll do more of like a vigilante thing like at okay, night perfect. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Truly Navy versus Army. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what's your favorite fruit and why is it apple? You know, I would probably say 
uh, mangoes. I think mangoes are bomb. Nice Sorry, choice. it's not apple, but I, I really love a very ripe, very ripe mango. It's important that it's ripe because if they're, it's not ready, it's no good. But mangoes, just the way that you can sort of like, you know how you like cut them around and you can pop them open uh, and just kind of like eat them? They're just so good. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, they're really, they are delicious. I yeah, honestly dry don't, them. No, I don't think I've ever had a fresh mango. Ooh, you got to. Dude, it's so good. I don't know as if I could, I could ever have a fresh mango. I'm in fucking the Northeast. Is there a thing that's fresh? When I kidnap I, I think you so. and and tr- take you here and we travel from here, because I was like, you're not going to get really fresh mangoes in Southern California either. But when we go to a tropical <laughs> paradise, uh, you'll we'll try it. Uh, and I think also just a caveat on that. Um, I don't know if you've ever had tahini, but it's like a chili powder yeah. that you can sprinkle on stuff. I like uh, mango with a little bit of tahini sometimes. It's really Heck good. Yeah. yeah. A little oh, chili powder. Good. It adds like a little salty. Um, Did you pick that up like when you spice. were in San Diego? Yeah, dude. They got me yeah. into the Mexican candy hard. That's right. And it's in every love, grocery store, man. I love it, dude. I cannot yeah. get enough of the Mexican candies. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. It's fantastic, man. It's so good. Well, thank, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's man. fun. Really this was a good time. one. Thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. Oh, shit. It's Sunday. Yeah, hit us with a sermon, Padre. Dude, I, I'm ill-prepared, so I'm going to go As with... As always. <laughs> I'm going to go with a, a classic. I'm always... Yeah, I know. It's terrible. I'm going to go with a classic. Um, and this this is this fits in with uh, our buddy Jay here, Jay Merch, because I'm just going to say consider the source, man. If, if you get information from a, a person or anything like that, consider who's giving it. That includes me, that includes Johnny, and that includes Jay Merch. But in Jay Merch's uh, case, it's a positive because you could go check out his YouTube channel and, and see for yourself. So consider the source always. Uh, don't be a dick. Mind your own business and go with Frog. Praise Frog. Praise Frog. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Peace.